All right, guys. So welcome to today's episode of Music Babble. So today we're going to be talking about tours, uh, following bands around, going to live shows, and the impact that their music can have on a person and uh, you know their lives and even their own desire to learn how to play. So today I have uh, my good friend Andy here. He's going to be joining us. This guy. Hey guys. He's, he's been to many shows, some of which we've gone together, but this guy has traveled to any lengths to see some bands. Is that true? Hello? The, hey, what's up? Yeah, I've been all over the place. Tennessee, Michigan, Arkansas, Florida, just all over the place. California, Texas. Did you drive to California to go see a band? No. Uh, my sister, I'm lucky enough to have a very good sister who bought me a plane ticket. And my see? parents bought me the concert ticket. Now, Andy's uh, from New Jersey, by the way. So just so you that know, was, that's a long travel. From New oh, Jersey. yeah, that was... That was a really fun trip. Uh, oh, who was there? Neil Young. Um, Third Eye Blind, which is cool because, you know, kid from the 90s, they were just a fun band. And they played all the hits, you know, they didn't fuck around. They were just like, we got a short set, so we're just going to get it done here. Oh, so nice. they did like, you know, Semi Charm Life, Jumper, you know, et cetera, go on and on and on and on and on. And, uh, oh, God, who else? Oh, man, shit. Neil Young was weird because he was being cranky, as Neil Young can be. <laughs> like, uh, he sounds cranky in his songs when he's singing. Uh, Robert Plant was there with some sort of group. I can't remember what they called themselves. Whoever he's traveling with these days. You know, not Led Zeppelin, obviously. Just like Robert they did Plant Zeppelin and songs. The, the Planters or something. Uh, some, I, God, I really can't remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because it was like his, it's like a solo project, but they, the band had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Name. Exactly. And, uh, but that was really fun because California is fucking super goddamn beautiful. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to California or not, but like, I was in Pasadena, like on the beach in Venice. It was great. Like we were riding motor scooters across the street and shit. It was fucking awesome. But that's like a pimp concert, you know, where it's like you don't you're not camping out there. We had like a solid hotel room and that kind of shit, which is kind of like the way it's been going these last few years. And I miss the camping out fucking getting all messy in the mud and shit uh yeah that's that was california Ugh, damn it i so wish was, I that, could was that one show or was that like a festival that was a festival that was a two-day festival oh okay so there were plenty of other bands to see there and stuff oh there were a ton of bands i just can't None of them. Oh, who's that band? They do. Uh, oh shit. Neil Young headlined the first night. 
and oh shit. they're kind of like a southern rock band but newer uh you somebody you know that song Mm-mm. sex on fire no i mean we could Fuck i could all. i could always find I it i could actually go pull up the fucking schedule right now if you want me to but i have no. to get up no no that's that's fine it was called the Royo Seco. Kings of Leon. Thank you. Yes. There we go. And they were good. They were a lot of fun. They were the last act of the weekend. Oh, nice. Wow. That's that's a big deal. I know. They were like, I can't believe Robert Plant just opened up for us. Like that's that's crazy. what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Robert Plant. And you then think you had be like, the headliner. Uh, well, you know, he probably wanted to go to sleep or something. Shit, I don't fucking know. Right. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Well, you know, interesting about this band, Kings of Leon. They're all, they're, it's a family. It's like three brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. And then one's a cousin. Yeah, it's a family so band. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean that makes yeah they're like a southern like uh, blues kind of a bandish kind oh, of a thing. Cool. All right, so if you guys you like don't know southern Kings, rock never and blues, heard of Kings of Leon? no, I never heard of them before. So we're gonna have to check, check these guys out. Yeah, I think you dig them. Yeah. All right. So bluesy southern rock type stuff sounds like yeah, that, that's up my alley. So, all right. So, what? All right. Let's let's talk about some some of the craziest shows you've been to. Like, I guess crazy. Like, I know there was like a fish concert where they had the traffic went for miles, and they actually like the car stopped. and people got out of the cars and just walked to the concert from there. Weren't you oh, part you of that? Oh, you want to talk about Coventry? Yeah, I was at that. Yeah. All right. So, what what was the deal there? What happened there? Uh, well, okay. So. It was supposed to be the last fish show. Fish has gotten back together again since then. It was a two-day festival. Fish was going to play six sets. And they got epic rain. It was in Vermont. They got epic rain in Vermont like they've never seen before. And they couldn't get the cars in or out. So people started just parking on the street and... It doesn't take that long to get to Vermont. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've been to Vermont, yeah. So, you know, it, it was like a, a, a six-hour trip, something like that. Does that sound about right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. It was like six hours. Yeah. Well, ours was 48 hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> And it was right after we'd gone to Bonnaroo, too. And so I was... It was the only the second festival I'd ever been to. And the first one was a fucking, we were disgracefully underprepared. Like we didn't have rain gear. Bring fucking rain gear. I cannot stress this enough. Everyone's taking notes on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I got it written down. Bring rain gear. So 
but actually by the time we got there the weather was beautiful but it was just such a fucking swamp you know so they couldn't get cars in and out and we're riding up like i can't remember what highway it is like 90 i think something like i, I don't know what highway is but anyway I, I we walked like 15 miles into that show i would say and I was at a Grateful Dead show the night before, and I cut my foot on a piece of broken glass. Oh, geez. And so I'm walking in. I'm fucking bloody as fuck. Sorry. Uh, and I get there. I'm like, guys, I got to stop for a second. And, like, I've got nothing but the clothes on my back. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. We're sorry. Well, I drove up there with my van. But when we uh, we decided we were going to try and, like, cut the line, you know? And so I was in somebody else's car. I just met these people. And I let my friend Nick drive my dad's van. <laughs> and so the people that I just met were like, fuck this, and went back into the other end. And Nick kept going. And I'm like, oh no. Now what? <laughs> so I've got nothing. Nothing. Not even a van. The last thing I did, I swear to God, the last thing I did, went in the glove compartment, got my ticket. <laughs> Priorities. And, and you know, and, and another messed up thing is that I paid $400 for that ticket. Whoa. And by the time I got there, they were giving them away. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I got my ticket. $400. Here's one for free. Son of a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, I could have went with you. Oh man, I don't think you'd have had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst fish show I ever saw in my fucking life. Really? Oh, it was a terrible show. It's legendarily terrible. Wow, what were they like, drunk or something on stage? Well, Trey was like a junkie at the time. Oh, yeah, okay. And that's kind of why they broke up, I think. I don't I don't know the whole story behind it. I, I guess I shouldn't fucking say anything, but... Uh, More to God. the story than we know. But There's internal so issues... Much. I mean, it was on the front page of the New York Times, dude. Like, it was a big deal i remember like, i remember like they were like going off about the, the how the traffic was blocked for like 30 oh, miles yeah. or something like oh, that yeah. yeah like i said i walked 15 miles into that show wow damn and like and this is back when cell phones weren't what they were either too you know like i had like the nokia like block phone you know with snake on it yep yeah oh yeah <laughs> that was before I even owned a cell phone. So I remember people yeah, had those yeah, things, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, maybe I'll buy one one day. But I don't. And I'm it. in and I'm in the hills of Vermont too, so it doesn't work. <laughs> they probably still don't work up there. Oh, I, I would bet they don't. And so I'm walking down. Oh man, so we're I'm walking into the concert. We got there miraculously. I met up with the other people in my. We had five cars with us. And mine, the car that I 
dumped into that I decided it's like, eh, whatever. It was the only one that pulled over onto the side of the road. And somehow, some way, I found all these people. Wow. And then I go, okay, did you guys bring me anything? They go, yeah. We brought you a change of clothes and your carton of cigarettes. <laughs> and I go, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's all you need, huh? Oh, dude, I brought like more than 20 blankets that my mom made to sell for $5 a piece. Mm -hmm. I ended up buying a blanket for $35. Wow. Like it was a nightmare, dude. Wow, that's, oh, that's, oh my God. that's pretty crazy. I know like sometimes these festivals get, they go, they do not go the way they're expected to go. Yeah. I've seen people like trade shirts for food. At Absolutely. It's so it's hilarious. You see someone walking around without a shirt. You go, what happened to your shirt? Oh, I traded for these burgers. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I man. traded my shirt for a pin one time. And then you had to stick it on your <laughs> bare chest. <laughs> well, no, I had another shirt, so I was okay. But... Oh yeah. The backup plan. I have a second shirt. It's cool. You know, that was, Coventry was a huge disaster. People can look it up. Huge disaster. All right. Well, it, it, you know, having like the uh, personal account is always the best, you know, because everyone's story is going to be a little bit different. You know, there's a generalized story, but each individual has something crazy to say about that day, about that week, really. But, um, uh, so, okay. Now I know you play guitar and you play ukulele. What, what really inspired you to start playing? Uh, I don't know. I guess everybody around me was a musician and that's, I, I think that's really what it was. And I liked music. I loved Kurt Cobain. I loved Nirvana at the time. Um, I just want to be part of the gang, I guess, you know, <laughs> does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. That makes sense. And I never really quite got there, but I just play for myself now. But you know, what's interesting is Ted Nugent. Um, you know, people asked him like how his, how he got his guitar playing style. He goes, well, I tried to play other people's songs and I sucked at it. <laughs> that was that is interesting. That, yeah. It's interesting. Like, He's got great songs. He can play guitar really well, but he says he cannot copy another person's song for the life of him. He's like, I can't do it. It just sounds so bad when I do it. So I just hmm. own stuff up and whatever. I'm not really that familiar with Ted Nugent, but I know, I mean, you know, Cat Scratch Fever, like Wang Dang Sweet Poon Dang. <laughs> <laughs> and Stranglehold. That's a good one. Oh, that is a classic <clears throat> song. Yeah. And the Blackhawks, the, the Chicago Blackhawks used to come out on the ice to that song. It was like, yeah, you're fucking done, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Actually, I got to say, this is the best entrance song of all time, Enter Sandman by Mariano Rivera. And he would come out. Yeah, but that's such a lame song for a Metallica song is the problem, man. 
Well, for Metallica song, but for the message that what's about yeah, to yeah, happen, yeah. you know, You're going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. You you guys are going out. This is it. <laughs> but uh, all right, so obviously, Fish impacted you as a as a musician, right? Sure. Sure. Probably a little bit. All right, so um, all right. What was the best show you've ever seen? At least, like maybe the top three best shows you've ever been to. Oh boy! Now you're really. <sighs> My top three fish shows or top three shows? Any any show. It doesn't matter. Okay. I love seeing the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That would have been in 2000, 2001, something like that. Right when By The Way came out, if you know mm -hmm. that album. Because I just, John Frusciante is an amazing guitarist. He's oh, yeah. really, the, that's a name people don't really know all that well. Like. He's just I think outside of the guitar community, people don't know his name. Really? Guitar, That's yeah. just wrong. Well, in the guitar community, people talk about him. They compare him to Hendrix a lot. His style the, does yeah, exactly. from Hendrix. It's very heavily influenced. That was an amazing show and a pretty messed up show, too. I was on Mushrooms. The cops came. <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age were at that show too. Really? Wow. They opened up. Yeah. Was David Grohl the drummer for them? He didn't tour with them. Oh, okay. He was just the studio. He guy. was just on the studio album, yeah. But uh, I mean I mean it was just so great. Like I loved it. It was so much fun. We lost our friends. <laughs> best shows happen that's over. what happens at the best shows yeah the cop comes over i'm sitting on the bench i got a guitar strapped to my back and I, you know you know pnc mm -hmm. you know they got the row of in the middle the benches yeah where there's the lawn kind of a thing before you get in right so i'm sitting there fucking you know my eyes probably as big as quarters and i'm looking at this cop i'm like just staring at him from across the uh across the parking lot finally my friend andy comes up to me and he goes andy a cop's not going anywhere until the owner of this vehicle shows up i'm just like okay <laughs> and he goes <laughs> so i saw him like all right so i walk up and the cop's like all right, here's what we're going to do. None of you are 21. Wow. We're going to take your beer and we're going to donate it to these people over here. And you're going to go inside that show. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea to me. And, I, and, you know, I'm surfing on mushrooms. I'm fucking out of my mind, dude. Like, ugh. <laughs> well that was very nice of those police to just for real yeah <laughs> nice. this is why i don't do that good stuff cop. anymore i swear <laughs> to god uh, what's another good one 
Oh, uh, okay. Uh, we got to talk about it. When we went to go see uh, System of a Down. I was going to bring that up. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the way we got into that show was ridiculous. It's bananas, dude. It made oh. no sense whatsoever. I think I still have the t-shirt. I should go find it. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was a that was such a crazy day. I mean, we went there with the only plan is we're gonna get into the show. We had no tickets. No. I don't think we had any money either. We ended up making like 20 bucks or something. No, we made more than 20 bucks. Like, yeah, yeah we, because we took that picture of the guy who looked like Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and got 20 bucks for that. Yeah, that's right. And I Maybe think someone, that is the only money we I made. Think someone, I don't remember. I think someone paid Matt money to take pictures. No, I can't remember what else. There was some guy. Oh, there was some guy. We came, we're standing by the VIP entrance and some guy handed us tickets. He handed us one ticket. One ticket. That's right. One ticket. He gave it to Matt. And then that weird lady was like, you should just give that to me. You can't do anything with that ticket. I can get us in. Yeah. Well, all right. So, all right. We got to tell the background about this weird lady. So uh, we're standing at the VIP entrance. And there's a woman uh, shows up. We must have been there for about 20 minutes at this point. 20 minutes, maybe even longer. We right? were there for a while, I think. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, Drowning Pool was we there. we saw all Drowning Pool. Well, we didn't see any of it. What We heard all Drowning Pool. We heard all of Rob Zombie. And yep. it wasn't until System of Down went on stage that we were like, all right, time to go. We got to get in. But yeah, well, this was funny. So this woman's hanging out with us. And she's doing this. With her eyes, like every two minutes, she's like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm friend with Sharon Osbourne, right? She was so insane. It was so crazy. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, and you know, I'm helping out the band. <laughs> and she was an older woman. I would say she's probably in her mid forties or something. At the that seems that seems about right to my so, memory. Yeah. I mean, we were like what twenty at the time, twenty one maybe. Uh, we would have been twenty one at least. Yeah, I think Matt was like 18, 17. That sounds about right. And then we were like 20, 21, and she was in her mid-40s. And, and every time she would say something, she would go. I I, see, I don't remember that part, man. And then she, she talked about like that she could handle a man or something like that. If someone came at her, I was like, okay, what is up with this lady? And then she kept talking about how she was friends with Sharon Osbourne and that she knew all the bands and she could get us backstage. It wasn't a problem. Right. And we're like, I don't know. I don't know about this lady, but, but then the guy gave Matt the ticket yeah. and it was a VIP ticket. And the woman said, give that to me. And then she handed us these flyers and said, you're part, just tell them you're part of the street team. Yeah, she got us all slack street team, the slack street team and got us into the show. And then when we got there, she just looks at us like this. She goes, have a good time, boys. <laughs> yeah, I think we like threw the flyers in the air or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. yeah, we're not handing these flyers out. No way. Uh, that was crazy. And then and, and we only saw a system of a down because you had band practice that. Night. Yep. My band we practice. didn't even see Ozzy. I know. That was the worst part. Ozzy was next, too. And I was like, damn, we came and watch him. Should, I should have just missed band practice that day. Let everyone be mad at me. It was a conversation, I think. Yeah. But I've seen Ozzy before. Yeah. Well, I've been I mean, backstage at Ozzy before. You what? I've been backstage at Ozzy before. Wow, that's cool. 
Nah, it wasn't as cool as you think. <laughs> well, he was, uh, was he going senile? No, nah, this, uh, uh, who was it? It was Ozzy Osbourne, Rob Zombie, and, um, God damn it. I can't remember the other band. I like the other band the best. But it was a weird situation where, like, because Mark had, was teaching Ozzy's photographer's son drums at the time. So we had backstage passes. It would happen kind of a lot, actually. That's cool. But, like, it was just weird to see, like, Rob Zombie, like, covered in fake blood, like, just taking pictures with, like, little kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other fuck, man? Uh, they didn't last long, whoever it was. I can't remember. It was one of those bands that were like real big and then just kind of like yeah, Godsmack like a, or something. Some new, some new metal band that I can't think of. Like Godsmack was kind of like that. They were like a band they hit, they got real big and then they quieted down. Though they're still, I think they're still playing, but they just never, they but they just never, they never got, you know, it was, I think it was that whole Navy commercial thing. That was it. After that, that was like the peak. And they did that cover of uh, what was it, Johnny Cash song or something? Or... I don't even know about that. Oh no, no, what was it? The Sounds of Silence, I think, or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Wait, I thought that was Limp Biscuit. No, Limp Biscuit definitely did that. Did they? Maybe I'm. I'm definitely thinking of Godsmack, and I really thought it was The Sound of Silence. I, I think be. you're wrong. I know Limp Biscuit did a um, a Who song. But I don't know, Godsmack. Good for them. <laughs> Sounds of but we, we all went through our Limp Bizkit phase, okay? <laughs> no, that was Disturbed that did God uh, Sound of Silence. You're right. Um, Godsmack, I don't know what they covered. I think I was just thinking of, God, of Disturbed. Okay, so then it was probably Disturbed that, maybe it was Disturbed that was there? <laughs> no, it definitely was not. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> but I guess like I they, said they didn't last long. No, like, just, Disturbed is still around. Godsmack is still around. Whatever this band I'm think I'm trying to remember is they're gone. Yeah. Like you would know their name if I said it, but I I can't pull it right now. That's interesting. Hmm. Let's see. We got Ozzy, Rob Zombie. And these guys, yes, and it's not system of a day. blood vein, blood, blood vein, blood vein, blood vein. It's like close, but not there. Blood vein, let's see, blood vein. Are you talking about mud vein? Yes, oh, yeah, that's a mud vein, yeah, mud vein. Yeah, um, I was never really into those guys. Like, I, I like some of their songs, but to me, I felt like um, I don't they know. were fun to see live. I didn't like them either. Like, I never I bought heard... an album or anything, but they were cool to see live and put on a good show. Actually, you went all right. So I, I actually did see them live once, and I did not. No, it wasn't them. The singer was in another band called Hell Yeah, I think, and. Um, he, um, trying to think, I think that was it. Hell yeah. Was that, was that the, 
Yeah, he was the singer for this other band, Hell Yeah. And they were actually pretty good. It had the drummer from Pantera in there. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't really know their music, though. But what was funny was that my wife said that she loved, my wife is a huge fan of Mudvayne. She loved them. And uh, she said she went to go see them live and Seven Dust opened for them. And she said Seven Dust was so good that when Mudvayne came on, they just could not compare. Really? Yeah, she said Seven Dust blew them out of the water. And she never really heard Seven, like she knew Seven Dust and didn't think much of them. But after seeing them live, she said Mudvayne just could not keep up with them. They just were not, they didn't have that kind of. Seven Dust was like a huge deal for a little while. You remember that they had like commercials on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was like late 90s, early 2000s, like Seven Dust. And I always felt like that band was, there was something missing about that band. Like there was some potential that they had that they never quite got, you know? I never really got into their music either. So I couldn't speak to that. I, I had the first album. I loved the first album. The second album, I just, uh, just didn't get me. The first album I liked, they had a bunch of good, really good songs on that first album. And in fact, if you, if you find, you can go on YouTube and type in Disturbed and you'll find Disturbed covering Seven Dust songs before they, before they got signed. They would do that. They would go to shows and yeah. So it was pretty, pretty funny. They, they actually did that. Huh. But yeah, I don't know. They just, I felt like they never really clicked for me, that band. Like the first album was great. And then everything after that was kind of like, yeah, tr- you know, that's kind of, that happens. It's kind of cliche to say it almost, but like their first album is their best album or their first album is their worst album. And then they got better, you know, like, I, I don't, I mean, that's, you can't say that a hundred percent for sure. Well, you know, what I think but people do say that kind of stuff and it's like, well, you know, just listen to the new one just because they're not cool anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, okay. So like, here's a good example. When Metallica came out with uh, load and reload, people were pissed off about those albums, right? They like, sound completely this, different though. Then t- totally different. It was like, if from the black album to that was a drastic change, there was, if they had written, an album in between those albums, you would have seen a better connection to them, I think. But um, one thing with those albums was that if you listen to them, not as Metallica albums, but as just like a rock album, they're really good albums. You just I remember take... you saying this. If you just listen to it and pretend it's not Metallica. <laughs> I've been saying that for pretty, like... It's a pretty good album. <laughs> Yeah, I've been saying that for like almost 30 years at this point. I mean, what? Load came out in 1995? Oh, 1990, man. I thought it was even before that, but maybe. I don't know. 1995, 1996. Let's see. Load. Metallica. Let's see. That came out in 1996. Yeah, so there was a big gap between Black Album and Load, and then I think uh, Reload came out the next year in 97. I saw Metallica at Lollapalooza in Chicago, like, I think 2015 or something like that. Oh, nice. That had to be in your top three best shows, right? Well, I mean, I was in Chicago, first of all. You know that about me. But I saw Metallica one night, and the next night I saw Paul McCartney. 
Wow, that is such a dichotomy <laughs> oh. of shows to go see. <laughs> it was pretty great. And I was with my sister and my brother-in-law and my nephew. And it, it was a good time. Yeah, me and, and my I went brother, to a Cubs game. Me and my brother went to a Metallica concert a couple of years ago, uh, 2017. I have the album from that show. So it's really cool that they do that now. So oh, if nice. you... Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah, go to you one of their get, shows, like, you download of it from Boom. So yeah, we, me and my brother both have that. Like the next day. Yeah. Yeah, it was really awesome. So I was like, wow, this is this is so awesome. And it was at some new stadium. What did you think of the set? I thought the set was good. Um, I mean, it was kind of split into like three parts, but um, I thought it was really good. They started off with one of the new songs from Hardwired. And then uh, they went into doing a bunch of their classic songs, stuff from Mastro Puppets. You know, um, they didn't really touch anything from uh, Load or Reload. I think they did when it was just the bassist and, and when it was the bassist and Kirk playing, they were playing I Disappear, but I think they were doing more as a joke, like just messing around, which was funny. Oh, okay. And they had a drum circle. What did they do with a drum circle? They all play drums. Everyone played drums. Huh. And it proved that James Hetfield was right, by the way, because he once said someone asked him if Lars was like one of the was the best drummer in heavy metal. <laughs> and James Hetfield goes, Lars is not even the best drummer in Metallica. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I, I know that James Hetfield plays drums. There was actually a video of him playing drums, you know. And well, uh, Here's another thing I, I, I want to point out because it's interesting, sort of. Is uh, who Was it just Metallica or was this like the Big Four show or what was it? No, this was Metallica and Voltbeat open for them. So it was two bands. It was just Voltbeat and then Metallica. So that's a Metallica show then? Yeah, it's basically just a Metallica show. So I saw Metallica at Lollapalooza. So it's Fuel, Anderson. You know, like they're 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 hitting the hits. The only one that I felt was for like true like diehard Metallica fans that I can remember them playing was Disposable Heroes. Wow, they played that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm trying to think what I else mean, they you know, played. they did Master of Puppets, but everybody knows Master of Puppets. Everybody knows Fade to Black. Everybody knows, you know. Right. Yeah, like we did, they did um, Nothing Else Matters. You know, they did that. They ended the show on Enter Sandman, um, which. Oh, I would be so pissed if they ended it on Enter Sandman. I, I was like shocked because I remember back in the 90s when they would play shows, they would. Start the show with entertainment. Hoping they would open with that because, like, you know, they're gonna play it. Yeah, like <laughs> we're gonna start this off, and now you have to spend the rest of the show listening to our other music. Here. Yeah, they're like, let's just get it over with. But they ended with Enter Sandman. I guess so you got to take into the crowd too, right? So um, there was a lot of kids at this show. There was tons of kids at the show, which surprised me. Um, you know, there's like parents with their kids. And the kids love yeah, the band, yeah, yeah. The, of course, you know, and then I see like older people, people that are old enough to be like our parents at the shows. I know. I and I'm know. like, wow, this band reaches <laughs> out to every generation. It's really incredible. 
Well, I'll tell you another quick story. I was at a Dropkick Murphys show in Asbury Park. And you know what a punk show is like. (laughs) Yep. You know, good, good punks are awesome and cool. And terrible punks are Nazis. And you get you get both at those shows. Exactly. And, and we're in this, right in the center of the crowd. I went out by myself. So, and I see there's this parents and a very young child, maybe seven, eight years old, something like that. And I hear the dad say to the, to the mother, if we have to move, we'll move. And I'm like, move right now. <laughs> And sure enough, Dropkick Murphys come on the stage and they open with this like real heavy, fast, and the pit is just, and the kid breaks his shoe and starts crying. <laughs> Uh-oh. But a few of us were like, all right, everybody chill out for a second. We got to get this kid his shoe and we gave it back. And they stayed there for the rest of the night. So it was like, cool but there were a lot of there were nazis there for sure (laughs) oh yeah you're gonna run into that no matter what like um going to a guar show by the way um if you don't get punched in the face oh i saw guar last year too you saw them last year well if you go to a guar show expect to get punched in the face yeah Guar show exactly. Um, oh, dude, I got hit so hard in the face, my nose still bleeds sometimes. Really, damn, yeah, like bad. Yeah, there was, um, okay, so last show I went to was actually a children of Bodom show, All right? Um, so yeah, oh, but because you know, the singer died recently, right? Oh, I did not know that. I don't yeah, know he, a lot about children of Bodom, yeah, the singer just passed away. Uh, about a month ago, right? So the, I think it was like uh, early February he passed away, or oh, maybe late January, something like that. He passed away, um, you know, some kind of illness. They didn't say it was COVID. They say it was something else. So, um, and apparently, over in Finland and Norway, they've been playing shows the whole time. They never stopped, right? There's they've ne- they didn't do any kind of lockdowns or anything like that. They did nothing. And so there's, if you wanted to go see a show, you just go fly over there and go watch a show. You can go to live shows out there. Yeah. I know here in America, they, they we talk to Sam. <laughs> no, but, um, so anyway, uh, that show, there was a lot of people were really cool. And, but there was this one girl that just went around, just punch. She's just straight up, just punching everyone. She's walking around. Boom! <laughs> you know, that's not I know. I'm like, I'm like, and of course, you know, she happened to be this red-haired girl. She's like five two. I'm like, you are the wrong person to just be running around punching people. You know that, right? Like, not only do you stand out, right, but you look like this fragile little thing. And if you piss off the wrong person, you're gonna get tossed like a rag doll. But now the whole concept. Yeah, you could really get hurt. <laughs> yeah. that's crazy where was this 
This was at the PlayStation Theater in Manhattan. The New York show. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So that was uh that was the last show I went to. Unfortunately, they've you know no was that the last no the last show I went to was the Metallica concert. That was the last one, um, twenty seventeen. And then I just I was oh yes I was gonna take my daughter to a show last year, and then the lockdowns happened. The shows got canceled. Yeah, I bought ticket like one of the last things I did before lockdown was I bought a ticket to a concert, and I still have it, hoping though I'll put the show on one of these days, but. Who the hell knows? Yeah. But here's the last show I did see. And this will be interesting to you. Was I was in Chicago at something called Riot Fest. You ever heard of Riot Fest? It sounds familiar. I'm not, I don't know too much about it. It's mostly punk rock and metal. Okay. Now. There's a band called The Ant Word. Maybe Stacy might have heard of them. It seems like because you say she likes the goth stuff, it seems like something she'd be into. Was it called Ant World? D Ant Word. But uh, it's D- spelled like die. Oh, because it's German. Yeah. Yeah. But they had to drop out at the last second. And you know who co- uh, filled in for them? Who? Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan? Wow. That's hilarious. So so you get like this goth band and they go... I saw, I saw them there. I saw Slayer there. Wow. I saw Slayer there. It's one of their last shows if they truly are retiring. I don't know if they're retiring. And you know what's funny about Slayer? Joe? What's that? It's like you, you listen to him saying, it's like, I was supposed to be the way that you want me to And then when he actually speaks, he sounds like a little boy. <laughs> well, Slayer, I mean, Slayer is interesting. He just kind of like. He's got the sweetest voice. It's like, aw. It's adorable. You love your mommy. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing that, that really is going to interest you is you know who the Args are? Yeah. I saw them there. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's... What? The that Ergs is... are that band that used to play every Wednesday night when we went to punk rock bowling. That's crazy. That's the Ergs. I know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> wow, they, they're still kicking, huh? That's awesome. I think it was a reunite. Did they play Frankenstein? Kind of the thing. Like, ah, sure. Well, fuck, I don't, I don't have a damn clue what they played, dude. <laughs> it was literally the last show of the weekend. Wait, but now, did they actually have a... Because they were like a karaoke band, right? Did they actually have... Uh, no, but they were like a legit punk band. Uh, like, they have, like, wiki that stuff, man. Like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought they were just like a local band that just kind of messed around. No. 
No, they're well known. I had no idea. That's so funny. I had I did not know that. I thought you did. No, I thought they were just like brothers that, you know, did a karaoke thing for the No, no, they had like hit records, man. <laughs> what the <laughs> Like, I didn't know this. That was the legit band playing on that stage every night. Wow, with that's terrible that's cool. singers. <laughs> Yeah, we got. Uh, we remember when we got we tricked John Henkel to go sing for them. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> he was on mushrooms that night. Yeah, and he didn't know he didn't know the words to any of the, to the song. White minority, right? White, White minority. minority, and he didn't know the words of the song. He's like, "Great, give me the one song I don't know the lyrics to." I'm like, <laughs> but that was oh, a cool yeah. band. We should do another episode where we talk about like that band and stuff like that. That would be really cool to have on talk about that. You know, maybe we could even get one of those guys on. Well, we could talk about punk rock bowling, but I don't know a lot about that band. No, we just kept him on. I didn't hear that last thing you said. No, that's all right. All right. So, um, you know, thanks for coming on to the show. It was a pleasure. And um, guys, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.